Welcome to Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. Now here's your host, Dr. Katrina Forseth, a missionary serving as state director of CEF of Illinois. Hi, and thanks for listening to Telling Future Generations, where we seek to ignite God's people with a passion and to equip them in telling future generations about God and His Word. Well, today for our radio program, we are continuing our second part of our interview with Mark Andrews, who is our new acting camp director for CEF at Camp Good News in Washington, Illinois. So, Mark, thanks for being here. Okay, great. Glad to be here. Great. Um, you sound excited, so that's wonderful. You know, last week on our radio program, our listening audience was able to be introduced to you, you know, just a little bit, and they heard your background and your your testimony and, your, and just your passion for camp ministry. And so I was wondering if maybe you can tell us more about it, because uh, for those of you that weren't able to hear our interview last week, I mean, Mark really, he was raised in a missionary family. He came to know Christ as a Savior at a young age, and when he's about in high school, about 15 years of age, he really felt like God was directing him, you know, to give his full life to the Lord in the camp ministry, not just as an occupation, but as a vocation. So could you tell us more about, you know, why you heart camp, you know, why, you know, why you do what you do and why you believe, you know, you're so passionate about not just camp good news, but in camp ministry? Yeah. I mean, camp is a special and unique place. Um, and I know that God's been gifting me some uh, special abilities through growing up, so of hospitality and service and being able to kind of uh, see the in- ins and outs. Uh, but the, the thing I really love about camp is it's like uh, for, for campers, it's like uh, you cram life into a tight time frame. And so instead of like an hour a week for your programming, you've got, you know, 24 hours for, you know, five to seven days, depending on, on the camp. And through that process, you're incubated with God's Spirit, uh, leading through that, and then you have prayerful people uh, coming alongside you, and then the idea that they leave better with their relationship with God. And so it's just a kind of cool, uh, it's like a, a mountaintop experience. Mm, I can absolutely testify that. I'm, I mean, I uh, um, not that I go through a nostalgic lane, but you know, but at the same time, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and you know, solid Christian church, and I went to VBS. Actually, two VBSs. I loved it so much. But it was camp ministry, you know, that really had that impact on my life. And someone said, I don't know if you if you have heard this or not, but like one week of camp is equal to like a whole year time-wise, of Sunday school. Have you ever yeah. heard that before? Yeah. I mean, and a little bit more than that, and I'll explain a little bit later, is just the idea that it's a the environment and the, the culture of it, it, it leads to so many relational things that you can deal with at the spot. Uh, so, you know, at a youth group or at a church, you kind of just have them for that hour, and then you don't mm-hmm. see their emotion, what happens, you know, at night or when they're the problems that they have. And so having that Mm. 24 hour period of living, eating, sleeping, uh, doing the stuff with a church community is Mm. one of those things that allows them to, to have better impact to what's going on. And so, Hmm. and so you could teach, uh, more life principles through the camp setting than sometimes you can at a church event. Mm, I see that. And in one sense, it's almost like it's not fake discipleship, but we're not, what you're saying is that we're not really seeing the children in the real life and really getting to know them. Because if they're just seeing their little little chairs for Sunday school or children's church or, you know, youth group or whatever, I mean, it's like, yes, we're getting to know them, but maybe not all of who they, they are. But, you know, especially thinking about our culture, I mean, just all the screen time, the media and all the things are bombarding 
I, you know, I, I remember when we were um, praying for our, our new camp director, that God leading, and that was you, because <laughs> you're just now starting uh, this year as our camp director. And we're just so thankful for that. But I remember one of our board members, I think it was Rod Abel and his prayer time. I'm not sure if you were there or not when we were praying, you know, the Lord would guide us and direct us. He said, he said, Lord, we need camp ministry now more than ever. And then I was talking to you uh, on the phone and you were talking about like this three pillars you were talking about of, of why these three pillars model for camp ministry. You talked about this community and teaching environment, what you're alluding to. Can you talk to us more about what the, what you mean by the three pillars? Well, so in the camping world, uh, if you've gone through some certain things, you, you realize that there's kind of three cores of, of the camp that make it unique. So the first thing I like to uh, do is the environment. And so it's a place set apart. Um, so people go there. It's it's not their home. It's, it's somewhere that's different. Um, and so and it's a it's transformed into a different God-centered thing. So, I mean, I, I think of like Romans 12 is a great thing of kind of looking at how we're not to conform to the pattern of this world. And so you get it out, and but then you also see like Elijah who who goes to the mountaintop to see God, or Jesus who even goes to the garden, a secluded place. Uh, mm. You have this idea of it's, it's an environment to receive and, and see what God's doing. And so just to quiet down, almost like a, a Sabbath rest. And then you have the the community, uh, that's the second pillar of it, where you have Christian community, where you have people that are one with Christ. Uh, so even if you continue on Romans, where it talks about who we are supposed to be one in the body of Christ, and, and you see all these one another's, and that's what it's about. It's about how we do Christ uh, living together. Um, and, you know, I think of even Hebrews 10.25, where it talks about never refraining from meeting together. And so this is another opportunity to just kind of meet and be this community, uh, where sometimes in the schools or other places, we have friends that you're not able to share your, you know, have that relation with faith things as much. Uh, you know, so if you want to talk about faith, it might not be as open to talk about at the school uh, or or then you have church where you talk about faith, but not necessarily about life, or this hopefully, this community, and, and just you can talk and, and have that openness. Um, and then you also have the, yeah, the, the teaching or the education part of it, uh, where I, the idea is that we're trying to make disciples. We're trying to teach mm, kids mm-hmm. how to learn the Scripture, uh, because we understand that you know, Scripture is useful for teaching, rebuking, and training in righteousness, and, um, and so they need some of that instruction. Um, and some of that, that instruction will give them the written hope of, of Christ. And so we teach them that, but not just that. We teach them relational skills. We teach them how to relate with each other. We teach them how to be in community. And we teach them how to have these healthy environments. And so all these, you know, these cores, they kind of overlap each other in, a, in very much. You have the environment which is made up of the community and, mm-hmm. and teaching. And then you have the community that, that is focused in a, in a healthy environment uh, and teaching. And so these all together almost kind of act as I pointed it to like the like the trinity so we have mm, like mm-hmm. you know the environment of this outdoor environment that we kind of get them involved in I think of creator our creator father and the community where you have Christ as the the head of the body of Christ uh, and then we have you know the spirit who who counsels and teaches us and so mm-hmm. just as much as that is part of you know the trinity of Christ uh, father spirit 
well, we can't get that in in the camping world with the just all the stuff that goes on there. So, oh, that is awesome. And I'm just looking at this diagram that you gave me, and I wish you know, radio, we could show this to people. But and it all is all the core of that is to uh, is is produce life change, right? I remember you right. told me that you said camp changes life. That really stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, it's the transforming. Uh, I mean, so that's what you know. Going back to Romans 12, I love that because it goes into. The idea of talking about God as creator, and he's created us to be part of him, but that goes into community. Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of the Transform. mind. Mm. Um, and so we we see that, uh, that that's what our goal is, is to see kids transformed and, and, you know, have this mountaintop experience, but then we're sending them back to their homes. and Back to the valley. <laughs> and so they, the, that's our that's the that's the hardship of the camp ministries that they yeah. come into this and then they they're fed and then they go back into the world and then who knows what happens um, but it impacts their life that's right and they'll never forget it you know those and I don't know what it is but I I'll never forget I mean VBS is all my life children's church and all those different things is but you know I've never forgotten my camp week experiences that I had and they're just like seared into me. And maybe it's because all these things are playing together with the community and the teaching and the environment. It's just all that. I'll just never forget it. And I love that. And and isn't that our camp motto, like you said, that that's actually what we yeah, the, kind of uh, what, what we what we kind of like our subtitle for Camp Good News or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the, the Camp Good News, uh, it's a place where, uh, I wish I, I had it right in front of me, but where Jesus Christ is transforms the lives through biblical teaching, through uh, community and through outdoor adventure. Um, and That's so, wonderful. Uh, or something of the sort there. <laughs> okay. You know, also too, I just really appreciate not only your heart, Mark, for God's Word and for, for life change and transformation in the lives of these children and youth that come out to our camp, but I also love your heart for shepherding. I know when um, I know it feels like it's forever ago, but you know when we were going through the application process, it really stood out to me on your resume that you just really see that your role as a camp director is to shepherd these young people and even to shepherd our camp staff that come and to serve underneath you. So, could you talk to us a little bit about that? You know, your shepherding point of view of how you do ministry. Well, some of that comes in just reading scripture and seeing what Jesus said about. Uh, being the shepherd, um, and so I think of I think of John ten where it talks about him being the shepherd, um, and that there's this sheepfold, and you know he's trying to protect these sheep, um, and so mm. and he wants them to listen to him, listen to his voice, um, and so that's one thing that as I was looking at it, um, you know I I'm not Jesus the shepherd, but you know right. as yeah. as I you know growing up I always thought myself as a, as a ram among sheep, so I'm, I'm as, as over someone that has kind of some sort of a, a leadership role within that. Um, and so I guess I would humbly take on the 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 crook of God's uh, uh, staff uh, mm, mm-hmm. to be able to bring people into to his, you know, says Christ is the door of the, the sheep fold. And so I want to bring him to that. But through that, there's some, some great leadership of being, uh, looking at a, a shepherding point of view, being like Christ and doing what Jesus says uh, to lay down the life of the sheep and to to make them listen. And so my goal as a camp is to be that shepherd uh, and so lead them to Christ, uh, but also create this this sheepfold that is a safe environment uh, where people can know that this is where they can get true teaching, a true uh, life-changing message. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is to to be that for the camp. Oh, that's awesome. And that's exactly what our young people need, especially our camp staff. And and you were sharing with me, I, I... 
um, you know, I think you were saying that, that, you know, ministry to the campers and God's word and salvation and spiritual growth is important, but also you really see that your job really is to pour into the staff themselves. That's true. I mean, because that's one thing that even sometimes even more than the, the campers, the staff are the ones that are, are getting, being discipled uh, to teach God's word. And uh, they're the front line. So if I train my disciples being the staff, into doing ministry, then they can do ministry much better for the campers. And so that's my heart and my desire, is to teach and train those people how to live life for for others. So, mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of things that are happening, and, and I know this is springtime, and we're early in the springtime, but summer's like just around the door here. So if you were to say, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of expectations for camp, but if you were just to give us just a succinct definition of what you would see as a success this summer, your first camp uh, summer of being a camp director in Camp Canoes, what would you say that, yeah, that's what success looks like for this first summer? <laughs> no broken bones, no, no, no kids <laughs> wishing to go home, uh, no shutting down because of unsafe, but, but really... Uh, that's funny. <laughs> the, the campers to know God better... Uh, is is the one thing, but for staff, uh, as we mentioned, being the body of Christ uh, and mm-hmm. and being uh, representing that, and then just personally for me, maybe stepping back and seeing God at work, because uh, yeah. as soon as I put my, uh, I understand that we need. I, I I pray Psalm ninety that God establish the work of our hands, but it's it's His work, and we're just trying to be the mm-hmm. the implements of His. We were trying to be the fingers. Right. So. And also we want him to do the work. And sometimes we need to just get out of the way. That's right. So that he can do the works. But uh, we were going to be praying for you. And I just want to let our listening audience, we are having an open house this weekend on Sunday, uh, March 19th. And I would love for you to come out and just, and we have ice cream provided by Uncle Bob's and refreshments and so forth. But you know what? The best thing is to hear what God is doing. Good God is at work at our camp ministry at Camp Good News. And I'd love for you to come out and meet Mark and his family, his wife, Nikki, and our board and so forth like that. And from three to five is our open house with four o'clock with a short program as we install Mark officially publicly as our new camp director for Camp Good News. For more information about camp, I would encourage you to go to iheartcamp.org or call camp at 309-444-3255 and be sure to introduce yourself to Mark and say hi. Thanks again for listening and we hope you have a blessed week in the Lord and we hope you join us again next week. Thank you for joining us today for Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. To learn how you can partner with Child Evangelism Fellowship to reach children in your community, please call 309-688-9699 or visit cefofillinois.com. Please join us again next week at the same time for Telling Future Generations.